Hey, hey. First of all, I would just like to pat myself on the back because I made that beat from scratch, okay? I've been in the stew for a good week now. A good week and a half, two weeks, okay? Good morning. I just woke up, and this is the third, this is my third attempt at recording my first episode, and I'm going to explain. So, first um, episode I recorded about two weeks ago, I just picked up the mic and started recording, and I listened back. It was kind of echoey. It was cute, but it was kind of echoey, so I was like, nah, like, I'm a just... Go buy some headphones so I can listen to what I sound like. So, second attempt was yesterday morning. And I recorded a story time about how last week, or not this week essentially, if y'all hear that, that's the train by my house. Um... How this week, I was conversing with someone, or I was going on dates with someone like a few weeks ago, who actually had a girlfriend the whole time. It was a whole story time. Maybe I posted one day, but like the energy of it didn't feel right for it to be my first video. Like my spirit, I don't think my spirit felt right to post that as my first video because I've never been in a situation like that. That's not really me. I had to go to the girl and let her know the girl didn't listen. Like, it's just a whole story time. Then the dude got mad at me. The title of that episode was Cheaters Be So Salty. Because they do. They be mad, but they're the one that cheated. So I just felt like that wasn't right to be my first episode. So I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. It's my first episode. Um, And I had like a... I guess this podcast is going to be kind of like my outlet, too, because I had, like, a slight breakdown yesterday. Like, yesterday was kind of a drag. I woke up. I wasn't in a good mood. I wasn't in a bad mood. I was just like, uh, I was like, okay. I'm like, I'm all right. But then I came home, and, like, I realized, like, I had already school just started last Wednesday, which I'm going to give a rundown about of basic information about myself. Um, essentially sometime in the podcast. School just started on Wednesday. And I'm already busy. I already, well, I'm a senior. I graduate in May. Um, and I'm an engineering major. So I'm in my senior design classes. And my professional development classes. Uh, I just got real busy. And then I'm the vice president of our Nesby chapter. So there's a lot of stuff to do with that. So, like, I just kind of got stressed too fast because I'm like, there's no way. We've only been in school for three days, and I'm already this busy. So, one, I was stressed about that. One of my friends recently just got into SCAD, and he used to go here. Like, I met him 2015 before we even came to UA. Recently just moved to SCAD. I mean, just uh, got accepted into SCAD and is going to school there. So he moved to Atlanta. So I was thinking, like, it started because I was like, wow, I haven't talked to him. Like, we don't talk regularly anymore because he's, like, far away. I be doing stuff. He be doing stuff. Honestly, it probably just slips our mind. 
Um, and so I was thinking like, wow, so I guess the thought of like how my friends are about to be spread out and how I'm about to graduate and be an actual adult kind of stressed me out in like five seconds. Um, I was just thinking like, oh, one of my friends is in Montgomery. Granted, Montgomery's still in the state, but I can't just pick up and like, okay, I'm going to go there. One of my friends is there. One of my friends in Atlanta. I'm thinking about how one of my friends, she's in nursing school. My other friend is a chemical engineering major. My other friend is computer science. Like, we're probably, because those are all very broad fields, so we're probably all going to be split up. So I just got emotional, and I'm not an emotional person. It also could be PMS because it's that time in the week. I don't really know. And then I started thinking about, like, dating and, like, my dating past and just how specifically this year I've met a decent amount of dudes and they've all just been, I'm going to say 95%, a waste of my time and similar in, in more ways than one. So I think today I want to talk about deal breakers and deal makers in relationships or like when you're dating someone. I think that's what I want to talk about. So, um, first of all, I'm going to give basic facts about myself. Welcome to the podcast. This is Love Ebba. My name is Ebony. I'm 22. I'm black. <laughs> I feel like that's important to say because that's an honor. I go to the University of Alabama. I'm from Oxford, Alabama. I was born in Norfolk, Virginia, but I've been in Alabama most of my life. Um, I'm pretty sure I have a country accent. Sometimes people say I don't. But I feel like since I'm listening to myself talk, I do have one. Anyways, um, I'm a mechanical engineering major. I graduate May 2021. Follow my Instagram at underscore E-B-U-N-N-Y-Y, so E-Bunny, two N's, two Y's. Um, I made a podcast for Love Ebba. I mean, not a podcast. I made an Instagram for Love Ebba, L-O-V-E underscore Ebba, if I'm not mistaken. Let me actually check on my phone before I tell y'all wrong information. Mm -hmm. Love, L-O-V-E underscore E-B-A. Follow me on there. I actually, pause, I actually am supposed to be, well, I'm going to upload at 6 p.m. But I think what's crazy to me is that I had, my podcast actually was ready for the story time. Like, I finished editing it, essentially. And I was going to be ready. I was just about to make my RSS feed URL and, like, start signing up for Apple Podcasts and Spotify and SoundCloud. But something in my spirit during my breakdown last night told me not to post it or upload it. So I guess I'm just going to um, post that another day if I even feel right doing it. Also, um, wow, I forgot my thought like that. Oh, I was going to talk about my slight breakdown last night. Because I'm not a crier, honestly. I'm really not. But when I cry, 
oh, I boohoo. Like, it started out so regular. I mean, I was texting my friend. His name is Jordan, a.k.a. Sprink. I I was texting him, and I was just like, hey, babe, like, love you, miss you. I took it for granted when you live five minutes away from me. And I'm tearing up as I'm typing this because I literally, like, I started typing, and I started crying. And I'm like, what is going on? So I was just crying. I was pacing the room. Like, I was talking to God just about, like, graduating, um, about how dating is unfair and about how, you know, love and liking people and, you know, meshing well with people, but something, like, something, something's being offered just some things not being compatible are just unfair. So I was talking about that. I was talking about school. I was talking about homework. I was talking about me procrastinating. Me, I don't have any motivation, honestly. Right now, school just started. I already don't feel like being here. So I was just, like, over it last night. Just boohooing for maybe a good 40 minutes. So... Dating deal breakers and deal makers. What are some of y'all's dating deal breakers and deal makers? Mine are gonna sound I apologize in advance because first of all, I really only have two big ones. And I try to talk to people even through these two big ones sometimes, depending on the rest of the criteria. Or depending on like the rest of the list. So like what other boxes are they checking off and how do those boxes compare to my two deal breakers I'm about to say okay because I can talk over deal breakers and deal makers and I also want y'all to comment you know DM what are the what are y'all's deal breakers and deal makers because everybody's different obviously you make them based off of your own interest your own morals your own beliefs things of that nature number one Honestly, my deal, one of my deal breakers is someone with a child. And I know people with children are probably going to watch this. I'm actually conversing with someone right now with a child. And that I'm not really bothered by that currently. Um, I personally feel like because people always say, like, oh, that's unfair. You know, they made a mistake. That wasn't their fault, X, Y, and Z. And that's perfectly fine. I understand it. I really do. But, babe, I personally feel like if I don't have a child, why can't I want someone who doesn't have a child? Because I've heard people who have children say, I don't want to date someone else with a child. So if they can say that, I feel like I can say I don't want to date someone with a child. So, um, I don't want that. That's a deal breaker. Another deal breaker is someone that smokes. And that means all of it. Cigs, squares, blacks, weed. I really don't want any of it, honestly and truly. And I'm going to explain multiple things. I'm going to be transparent here. Um, I'm going to just explain multiple things. So, I almost got arrested <laughs> in 2017 
for weed. I'm just going to leave the story at that. Um, I didn't smoke for the first time until I came to college, which, yeah, came to college in 2016. I didn't smoke for my first time until, like, February of 2017. And when I started, oh, it was excessive. Um, (laughs) It's not funny. Looking back, you know, I can laugh. Um, It was excessive. And I wouldn't say it was completely for emotional reason, but I feel like partially because, you know, when you get to college, at that time I had met this dude. It was an on and off situation. So you're in college, you're like, oh, I don't have any guardians looking over me. I can do whatever I want to do. You get introduced to all these different things. And so it partially was for emotional. I didn't think I was going to talk about this, huh? It was partially for slight, like, partially. It was mostly recreational, but it was also partially, like, school, relationship, like, all these things going on around me at once. I would, how some people like to call it, quote-unquote, stress reliever, which is very unhealthy. But anywho. So, 2017, boom. Later on down the line, like, September or something, I almost got arrested. And I was like, okay, so, okay, all right, all right. So, um, after that, even when I was dating, I still didn't really see it as a problem. But it's always been a pet peeve of mine when people smoke for emotional support. But when you date and you encounter somebody that smokes, you can't really be like, ew, Cause you have the choice to leave. I say that all the time. Like, I can't be like ill. I can just be like, oh, okay, that's not my cup of tea. Like, this isn't gonna be compatible. We can part ways. I can say that if I'm not feeling a person like whatsoever. But I can't just say ill. You need to stop because you can't tell someone to stop their habits. You know what they did or do before you meet them. So you can't really be like stop. They're grown. They can do whatever they want to do. So, smoking weed, a pet peeve. And I used to say excessively, like, every day. Well, not a pet peeve, a deal breaker. I used to say excessively, like, every day. Um, But now I really mean it all. Like, and do y'all understand how hard that is to find? When I tell you, I have never met... I think I met one person that has never smoked in their life, and that's my best friend from high school. But I have never in my life, other than her, met someone that has never, and my mom, but she doesn't count because she doesn't drink, never drunk anything. So I have never met anyone that's my age that does not smoke or has never smoked or doesn't occasionally smoke. THC, CBD, all of it. So do y'all know? How sad I get when I meet someone that I like and I find out that they smoke. The stress that comes over my body. Because really, child, what can you really do, you know? You can just love it, get along with the child, you know? Unless, also, my, I don't know if it's a popular or unpopular opinion, I personally feel like if the child is months old, no, I'm not trusting it. 
because I firmly believe that you and the baby mother are still having sexual relations. And I personally don't have the time for that. But if they're like one plus, then it's perfectly fine. Um, so yeah, finding people with child without children isn't as hard, but I feel like I've encountered a plethora this year. But the weed smoke, I mean, it's just inevitable. So, with that being said, what do you guys do when you like someone or you feel like y'all are hitting it off? You know, it's going pretty good because this happened to me multiple, multiple times. And I've had to cut. Sometimes I've cut things off. Sometimes I've stayed and I've seen how it's played out. Obviously, I'm still single. It didn't, none of them played out well. But anywho, um, when someone checks off a lot of your boxes, which I'm going to get to my ideal person in a minute. When someone checks off all of your boxes, but the two deal breakers are present, do you talk to them about it? Like, oh, I don't like this and that. Because personally, let's say if I drink a lot, right, or something like that, and I started talking to somebody, and they knew that I drink a lot excessively, and later down the line, they were like, you need to stop drinking. No, I don't. Because you knew that I drank before we were together. So if you didn't like it, you had the chance to leave. And I think that's why deal breakers are so hard for me because I'm like I'm not going to tell you to stop that's not that's not really my job you're grown when you want to stop you're going to stop I knew what you did I I'm I'm a human I have rights I can leave if I would like I can leave if I want to leave so do you guys like find out the deal breakers and be like nah I'm good like I don't um I don't want to deal with that or do you stay and see how things play out and see if the things that they do check off outweigh your deal breakers? So that's something that I always wanted to know from my outside people because I have a friend also. Oh, my other deal breaker. Sorry, I'll, this should have really been number one. Um, you have to have a relationship with God. And notice I didn't say religious. Because a lot of people are religious, quote unquote. Oh, I believe in God. You know, I go to church. Christmas, Mother's Day, Easter, right? The CMEs. But I need you to have a relationship. Like, I need you to, I need you and him to be best friends. Like, that's your dog. Because God. That's my best friend, okay? He'd probably be tired of me. This is true. I'm not even going to lie. He probably he probably gets very irritated with me because I put myself in the same situations all the time, and I fail the test every time. But nonetheless, that's still my best friend. I talk to him often. I, conf I confide in him. Like I try my best to do right in his eyes, anything I humanly can do because we're humans. We're going to make mistakes. You know, we're going to sin. But there's things that you can't control. 
And repetitious then is something that I think all of us as a whole need to learn the concept of. But that's just no I don't want I don't want to get into that. That's just a whole other episode. Um so that's my other I guess deal maker slash deal breaker. Like if cause I have a tendency, I grew up in the church, but when I obviously when you're younger, you just show up because your parents tell you to show up. You don't really grasp the concept of religion and having a relationship with God until you're older. And even when I started college, like, I probably can count on one hand how many times I went to church in my freshman year. I was not really in my word. Like, I believed in God, of course. I would listen to gospel music maybe on Sundays. But, I mean, nothing really special. And then, so I was 18. When I was a sophomore, I really didn't go to church. Like, I don't recall going at all. We really weren't that close. I had a tough year, kind of sophomore year. Uh, Then, going into junior year, that's when I met my friend Tay. And she was going to this church. And so I would go with her every now and then. And 2019, I would kind of go to church. But it wasn't until this year, which is crazy. It took me, I was 21, um, in January when I started, I went to Rock City one day in Birmingham. And, like, literally when I say changed my mind, changed my life, all like changed everything, I started going to Rock. I went to Rock City, I think, my first day, January 26th. I'm pretty sure. I'm 100% positive. Uh, that I went there. That I think that was, like, my first time there. Or I'm going to look at my calendar. Hold on. It was in January. January. Yes. So January 26th was my first time I went to Rock City. First of all, I love that church. I'm counting down that I'm just ready to go back to church at this point, okay? I uh, went there, literally, like, changed my life. I don't know. that I went with my friend Kaya the first time, I think. I'm pretty sure, yeah, we went together the first time and, like, literally changed our lives, like, Praise and worship five, okay? It was a it's a church where the age group is so young and I always talk about how church like the church, I mean it shouldn't affect who's there as to, you know, how you receive things, but the church audience matters. Like the age range there I would say it would be anywhere from eighteen to forty. So that's a fairly young gap age group, right? So just how he, how PMJ preaches and whatnot, it really, like, changed my life. So after that, started driving, driving to Birmingham every Sunday, like, driving there. I started journaling more. I started watching sermons on my own more at home. I stopped trying to cuss. I stopped trying to drink. Less. Like, I just, I just started being more careful and more intentional with my reactions to things or to what I did. And I don't know that, like, that period – Probably from January, because I was also in school at the time, and I could tell I didn't have a job. I had so much time on my hands. 
I was literally in the library for hours and hours and hours at a time. Or I would be, you know, at home journaling. My mom got me a, a Christian planner, so I would be writing in my Christian planner, studying notes, watching sermons, listening to Sarah Jakes' podcast, which if you don't know who Sarah Jakes Roberts is, listen. Oh, listen, let me tell you. Go follow her on Instagram. And go follow Woman Evolve podcast on Spotify, maybe. I don't recall. I think so. And on Apple Podcasts. The woman is great, okay? That's also who changed my life. Because I started listening to Woman Evolve podcast, my last co-op rotation. So so fall of 2019, I started listening to her. Anywho, I was listening to her, like watching her sermons, listening to gospel more frequently. Like in my spirit, I felt good. And I could tell the difference. Like I was less stressed. I just felt better. Things were just coming easier. Um, and me and God was like, like this. Oh, I said that like, like y'all, like y'all can see my fingers. I crossed them. Me and him were like tight or whatever. So when quarantine started, I knew it was going to go, it didn't go downhill, but I knew it was going to become distant because some people say they don't have to go to church. I literally need it. I have to, I have to go to church to feel like me and God are one, you know? So. After we stopped, we we started having to go to virtual church. I still was watching church, but like me and like our connection wasn't as strong. So that's something that I'm currently working on now. Um, just getting back in the routine of watching church. I've been listening to I've been listening to way more gospel music lately, like kind of getting back in the groove of things. So I definitely want to start back journaling more doing my certain devotions, um, which most of my devotions are like on dating, sexual impurity, friendships, trust, because I have a problem with trust, um, vulnerability, stuff like that. So I really need to get back in the swing of just doing that and just being able to learn through God and from God every possible chance that I can. So anyways... About that rant and background. Um, so, yeah, you have to love the Lord. Like, being religious is not enough. You have to have, a, you and him have to literally be, that's your dog. So, that's one of, like, the number one deal maker for me. That makes someone more attractive to me when you're vulnerable enough and when you're, you know, expressive enough to love God, to have a relationship with him. Because when you're young, uh, religion, like trying to trying to not be condemned by what's going on around you. Is condemned the right word? I'm going to say influence because I'm sure that's the right word. I don't think condemned is. When you're being, like you're trying to not be influenced by the people that, like the people that you hang around. But, well, it could be people that you hang around, you're trying not to be influenced by, I'm in college. So there's a lot of things you can be influenced by, okay? So trying to, you know, maintain a relationship while also trying to not get sucked in by, you know, outside things, by secular things, it's very, 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 very hard. So if you can, you know, 
take accountability for that and be like, yeah, I'm not doing the best. I, I could be doing a lot better. And you're being vulnerable and you're being transparent. That's very attractive to me. So that is a deal maker. You know, I had a list at one point. And I'm pretty sure Mike Todd told me to rip up my list. Okay. Also, if you don't listen to Mike Todd, I don't know what to tell you either because that, oh, that man. And for those of you who want to get started talking about how he isn't really a pastor, I don't want to hear it. I really don't. I was showing through my phone trying to find, before I ripped up my list, oh, I ripped my list up. I feel like that's when things started going left when I ripped the list up. Um, <laughs> that list has so many things on it that I needed, but when I ripped up my list, my list was very extensive. I had a list for internal and external, um, traits. I guess I'll give off, off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure I know what was, what some was on the list and not even external, like physical, I mean external like um high like things like hygiene, job, um career growth, career potential, like what are the chances that you will grow within your job, within your field? How far like what is what's above you? How much space is above you? How much can you grow? How much can your pay increase? You feel me? That would be things that are on my external. So internal, pretty sure I had things like come from a good home. Um, very loving and affectionate. Family oriented. cares about self-care and self-love because we always talk about how women have low self-esteem and don't have self-love but there's so many men out here that don't even know who they are that don't even have an identity that have so low their their self-esteem is so low they don't even they don't even know how to take care of themselves physically mentally oh men mentally Self-care is so important because as men, the world makes them feel as though having emotions and expressing is weak. And so mental self-care, not even just physical, you can do your face mask, deep condition your waves, wear your do-rag, moisturize, get your vitamin D. But if you're not checking on self internally, you know, expert, and that could be as simple as, let's say I'm talking to someone and I have, I'm i a very direct, I could even be considered as kind of ag- aggressive. So self-care could be as something as small as if I said something that offended you or if you didn't like my tone, you could come to me and say like, hey, babe, like that wasn't right. You could have said this instead of that. Or you could have said it in a better way. Because that's letting me know that you care enough about your emotions 
to let me know, like, ma'am, you need to come correct next time. Like, that wasn't it. We're going to try again. Because that lets me know that you're aware. You know when things hurt your feelings. <clears throat> and you're not afraid to be like, that wasn't it. Versus you just getting an attitude or not saying anything. Because I'm going to, I'm the type of person... <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm quick to be like, do you have an attitude or like, are you upset? Did that upset you? What I said was that rude. I like to know. So, anyways, self care is very important. Self love is very important because if you don't love yourself, it's very hard. Obviously, cliche. We've all heard this before. It's very hard to love your to love others when you don't even love yourself because now that love that you don't have, that hole that's not filled. You're looking for that person to feel it. So now every person you talk to, they give you a little piece of attention, a little piece of a compliment. Now you in love and they don't even deserve that because you could have loved yourself and from the beginning been like, oh, like, that's cute. Like, thank you. Because let me, I will be one to say, oh, I love compliments. I love compliments a lot. Okay. I, because it's like, okay, I grew up, my parents always told me, like, my parents are very, it's congratulatory a word. I'm sorry, y'all, it's 7.55 a.m. I'm just, I'm just wondering. Anyways, our parents congratulate us on everything that we do. Like, literally, breathe. we were younger, breathe. Oh, good job, babe, blah, 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 X, Y, and Z. So, like, me growing up, compliments were a thing. We always got compliments on how beautiful we were, how smart we were, things of that nature. So my self-love, which we all struggle, and I'm a plus-size woman, so, oh, Jesus, I struggle from time to time a lot. You have to have that self-love so people can't just come up to you or can't just approach you on anything, and you're going, and you're going for it. So self-love is very important in this world for men and for women. Um, on that list, I had caters to my love language, which could be a given. I don't quite know if, let me explain what I mean. Okay. Let's say your love language is words of affirmation, right? Because words of affirmation includes Compliments and things of that nature. If you have a boyfriend, a partner, that's not complimentary, they don't say anything. All they say when they see you is no one now. <laughs> Shout out to 205. Or they don't say anything. There's never you're beautiful. There's never you did a good job. There's never... Uh, you look so fine. There's never none of that. No inappropriate comments. That you're going to lack. That relationship is going to start lacking because now your low language is words of affirmation. They aren't affirming you on anything. So guess what? Which I don't condone cheating. I don't think there's any ex excuse for cheating. But now you're going to go seek that. The first man at the grocery store that tell you that you're fine or that you're beautiful, help you carry your groceries to the car. 
Now you want to have sex with the man. No. So now you're cheated. I know I'm going off. I know I'm going off the cliff here, but hear me out. Now you're cheated. Are you going to tell your boyfriend as women? I don't know. I don't know. They say women are better cheaters. But I don't think we're better cheaters. I just think men don't care enough to snoop. Okay? Women snoop all the time. Me, personally, I don't go to phones. I don't do the phone situations. Okay? If you're cheating, I'm just, I just, I would just like to find out. Or if my boyfriend was cheating with somebody, I would want you to come to me as a woman in my DM for future reference. Thank you. But, um... So catering to a love language is a very important thing. Um, being affectionate was on my list because I don't want to say I'm not not an affectionate person, but I'm not going to be the first person to show affection. Or I'm going to ask the person, like, are they affectionate? Are they affectionate? And I think that's an effect of me being in a lot of talking stages and not being in actual relationships so that you know everybody knows the talking stage is a gray area and you don't know what you can and can't do <clears throat> I don't have corona I swear and you don't know what you can and can't do so that would make me very hesitant which I'll get into my day in history one of these days because technically I've never been in a real relationship Actually, not technically, for real. I had two little boyfriends in high school. They don't count. I'm 22. Come on. That doesn't count. And since I've been in college, I was in one quotation, quote, unquote, situationship when I was 18. That was very much so unhealthy. And ever since then, I've just been dating around and chilling because it's hard for me to like people in general. Anywho, back to the list. We're still on the internal list here. Um, I want them to have a point. Okay, I want them to be transparent. And we all know this. Transparency and honesty are two different things. Transparency is you sharing without me even having to ask. Honesty is I have to ask you or like I have to, you know, I have to ask you the questions. I have to pull it out of you. And then you answer. So transparency. So telling me like how your last relationships were. You know. Taking accountability. Oh accountability is a big thing. Because. So I watched this, these other people. Please subscribe to them on YouTube. Crew season. Bro. When I tell you funniest people I think I've ever seen in my life. It's but it's literally. Um. Young black people, so they're probably like in their 30s. They are in their 30s, I think. Late 20s, early to mid-30s. Just talking about different questions like, do women settle, do successful women settle for less? Um, Is having sex on the first date, does that ruin the relationship? Why Why don't men take back cheating women? Like, questions like that, they answer. And it's just, it's hilarious. And now they have a podcast, but... The dude that started it, which I'm pretty sure his name is Trill AC on Twitter. A lot of women be on his head on Twitter. The man is hilarious to me. Um, He said that on the first date, he asked people what, well, actually, 
did, because if I'm not mistaken, I think he's married now, but I don't know. He asked people what part did they play in their last relationship ending. And I said, wait a second, because that's smart to ask people what part did they play, because this is also a point, women, sorry, I'm a woman, I know, but listen, hear me out. He made a point and said that women, oftentimes, women don't take accountability for how relationships ended. Granted, I'm also not on the men are trash wave. I am on the men are trash situation because of situations I've been in, but they all they aren't all trash, okay? There's some good ones. Just wait your turn. Um, he said that men are at fault every time. So the man cheat is his fault. The woman cheat is the man's fault, <laughs> which is true. I don't condone cheating at all. A man can cheat. It's his fault. A woman can cheat, and it's because the man wasn't doing right. So, you know, I do agree with him. So I feel like asking people what part did they play in a relationship ending, you feel me, is key. Because let's say you feel like you didn't do anything wrong. I'm sure there's something within that relationship. Within it, unless he was just trash, which let me tell you, if you found out he was trash, like super trash, I mean, cheated with no, I mean, y'all are together for two weeks. He cheated on you. I am a firm believer, 95% positive that there were signs that the man was not it before you, before you even said, yes, I will be your girlfriend. So... I think that's a very good question, which I think I put it into my first date questions, actually. I think I'm about to take a date, a break from taking dates, but that's also another topic, another day, another episode. So, yeah, that's the those are a few internal deal breakers. I mean, deal makers. And I went over my deal breakers, external deal makers. Now, listen, this is going to sound very much so shallow. I personally don't care. I'm sorry. Everybody, at the end of the day, we're all shallow because what? The person you want to be with has to be what? Fine to you. So, in my external traits, you, you'll hear, just listen. One, I want them to make the same amount of money as me. If they make a little list, that's that's okay. Um, I'm going to be an engineer, though. So I know that's not going to be the easiest to come by. But I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I honestly think about how I don't want to pay the mortgage when I get married. And I'm not, I'm, well, let me, let me back up. I am not the he has to pay all the bills Twitter, okay? That's not me. I didn't grow up like that. I grew up, my dad pays all the big bills, my mom pays the small bills. So, like, yeah, I'm not going to get into um, detail about that either. But I would like for my partner to make close to the same amount of money as me. And most of the time, he's probably going to be older because when I talk to older men anyways, two, I'm about to graduate, so I'm pretty sure he's already going to be in his career. 
which means you should have been and stacked up a few coins by now. So that's that. Um, I would like for them to have a low haircut. And I know. Oh, also, if you don't, okay, I'm going to explain. I don't have any hair. Let's let's make that number one. I am Paul. I am part of the ball committee, okay? My little curls is coming in because I haven't gotten a haircut in about a month at this point, which, okay, you heard it here first. I'm going to try to grow my hair back. I just went and bought some main choice pills. And I've been using my scalp massager. I've been using my main choice growth oil. Okay, I miss having hair. I'm going to grow it back. Just once it hits that six, seven month awkward stage, I don't like it. Whatever. I'm going to do a whole podcast dedicated to my hair journey as well. Um. Anyways, so I would prefer for them to have a lower haircut. I don't really like twists of any sort. The two strand twist. No, I don't like it. I don't want it. I can't do it. I like, I mean, dreads are okay. I don't want them to be the starter ones. I really don't. I don't, I don't care for that. Once again, these are just my opinions. Don't get offended because you probably wouldn't even talk to me anyways. So not really a fan of dreads. I mean, no, I do am a fan of dreads. Just don't be, don't have the starter ones, please. I just need a, a nice, clean haircut, um, facial hair. I mean, I don't really, I don't care for it. I don't not care for it. If you have it, that's cool. If you don't, that's cool. But if it's the beard is gappy, it's not connecting, it gots to go. Gots to go. So, that. Okay, this next one. Okay, some people are going to be offended probably why I ripped up my list. I want them to have a decent car. Okay. Let me explain. When I was younger, let me take a sip of water. Hold on. Oh, I wasted water. When I was younger, 18, 19, I talked to people with the raggedy cars. I mean, personally, this is unfair. But whatever. I've had a car since I've been in high school. I got my car in 2014. It was in 2015. Yeah, I got my car in 2014. I've talked to people with a no car slash raggedy cars since I could remember, okay? The cars, you wake up one day, they don't start. I had to go get them. I had to drive places every time. You want to take me on a date, but I have to drive my car? How does that sound? It doesn't sound like anything. Not good. So, I said, you know what, last year, I said, you know what, not even last year, maybe two years ago, I'm not doing it anymore. In high school, I talked to this dude for a long time. He didn't have a car. I would have to go drive to see him all the time. I talked to a plethora. In high school, it's understandable because, okay, in high school, everybody doesn't have a car. I get it. But we're grown and you still don't have a car? 
I'm sorry, sir. I can't do it. I understand men don't care about things like that, like if you don't have a car. But I would like for some men to comment, to DM me, to write me, email me. Oh, I also forgot. I'm sorry. I'm just going off on a tangent here. I forgot. I made an email for the podcast, right? So people could email it. Um, Like send in. I mean, it could be advice emails if you would like. I'm only 22. I have a I have a little knowledge to share to share. So, the email is love l o v e dot eba e b a the number two at gmail dot com because I want to hear some people's stories. But anywho, men don't care about a lot of things. I don't think, at least to my knowledge, they don't care if you have a car. They might not care what kind of career you have. They don't really care about how you grew up a lot of the time. So does that make women pickier than men? Or does that just make us shallow? I personally, well, listen, side note before I get back to the car situation. I used to think that in order, like, I used to think that liking somebody was just enough for something to work. Like, I never thought that, oh, them coming from a different background or, you know, how they were raised affects their mannerisms and their thinking processes and how they've seen things handled carries on to their adult life. I didn't figure that out until I turned 19. I was talking to a specific, a specific type of person for a long time, and I kept seeing patterns. And I did a research paper, two research papers when I was a freshman. A new, I remember the title, How Do... Familial backgrounds affect intimate relationships. So, hence why I say upbringing is super important. Um, I would like for me and my partner's upbringing to be compatible. I would like for them, I would like for us to share, you know, similar childhood and upbringing, and upbringing stories. But anywho, is that shallow that the car situation that I don't want to have to deal with it because I have a decent car, okay? So the car I had in high school, it was 2015 Hyundai Elantra, real cute. It was brand new. I got it in 2014. It was a 2015. I wrecked it last Easter, <laughs> and the wreck was my fault, unfortunately. I wrecked it last Easter, and so I got a 2015 Honda Civic. Still a decent car. So... If you have a trash bag over your passenger side window, I can't help you. But other than that, as long as the car is nice, then that's fine. My friend, I used to have an an associate who wouldn't talk to men that drove whole cars. And this is what I define as a whole car. Chargers, Challengers, Mustangs, honorable mention, Nissan Altimas. (laughs) She said, oh, I forgot Camaros. This is, oh, this is my order for whole cars. Chargers, number one. We're going to go Camaro next. We're going to go Challenger. And we're going to go Mustang last. Because out of all four of those, I've seen more women drive Mustangs than the other three. So, 
whole cards for women, supposedly. All I've heard of is Nissan Altimus. Somebody tried to say Honda Civic. I said, oh, I rebuke that in the name. That's not true. Um. So, yeah. Those are essentially my deal makers. Just a few. I would keep y'all here all day if I had a whole list, okay? If I had a whole list. So, on to my podcast schedule, my podcast um, concept, why I started, why I want to continue, X, Y, and Z. Because I can tell I'm going to like this based off of what I'm doing. As we can see, I just like to talk people's ears off. So, love Ebba, love comma Ebba. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the name once I make my tags on all the apps and get my RSS feed and whatnot. It's not going to be in letter format. Well, I guess, well, one, I asked for suggestions on Instagram. Nobody really gave me suggestions except for my friend Marvin and my friend Tay. But I just liked love Ebba because... One, I just love love in general. All things love, I thoroughly enjoy. Two, I feel like me talking, unlearning, and learning new things is kind of like a letter to myself. Because you never really know like how down bad, not even down bad, well, you could say how down bad you are, like, how much you've dealt with or just the good, the bad you've done until you talk to yourself or until you are telling someone a story. And you'll be like, well, I really did go through that. So kind of like a letter to y'all, a letter to myself. Um, I wanted to just consist of whatever I want. So if that's story times, which I kind of want to keep story times at a minimum unless they're good stories because negative energy just takes more energy than positive energy. Um, so story times, maybe lifestyle list, like, so learning how to do things, unlearning. I think I want to do a whole episode on vulnerability next, maybe, because I have a very, 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 very hard time with vulnerability. Sometimes even with myself and with God, and that's a huge problem. So I want to do an episode um, about learning vulnerability and unlearning um, protecting your heart because that can just ruin a lot of things and just hinder you from a lot of things. So um, learning and unlearning. Um, things music-wise. So I actually thought about doing music reviews on my podcast but as of the looks right now I'm recording on GarageBand I need to switch to something else I need to learn how to use Adobe Audition and how to put music within the podcast I have to do more research um so music reviews just talking about all things music before corona I used to go to a lot of concerts a lot of festivals I used to travel a little, a little tinch. So I could talk about that, my experiences with that. Um, a few nerdy things, a few STEM-related situations for all my STEM majors out there. Because, let me tell you, it's hard to find normal people in STEM, okay? It's very, very difficult 
But when you do, just know we're very multifaceted, okay? So I want to talk about a few things STEM, a few things religion-wise, God-wise, being a young adult, trying to maneuver through life without just wanting to fit in the crowd, which is a very, 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 very difficult concept to grasp. So, yeah, I also want to talk about if I ever start back getting on my Twitter a lot because I stopped getting on Twitter because personally Twitter is very much so annoying and I can't. And my old Twitter got suspended, first and foremost. If anyone reported my Twitter, come let me know. I just want to know who did it. One, supposedly, they said I was buying followers. But if you look on my Twitter, you can tell. I probably had like 2,000 followers I probably was following, like, 2,900-something people. That doesn't even look right. Supposedly, I was buying followers and whatnot, so they suspended it, so I had to make another one. And my another one, not as lit, because I don't even remember a lot of the people that I was following on my old one. <sighs> so my Twitter is not doing right. So, but I did see a story on Twitter not a story, it was a video. Uh, my friend Cambria showed me, aka Jamaica. Um, she showed me basically the video, this man, it was two men, <laughs> and one of them was talking about how why do people um you shouldn't kiss everybody you have sex with, which I'm not gonna get too deep into the topic. Because my mother is listening. Hello. Um, she might be listening. I'm not sure. But listen. All I have to say is. If you. Are willing. To stick your penis into someone. Because I know a woman did. Oh, I know a woman will never say this. If you are willing to stick the pain inside of someone and you don't want to kiss them, please, don't have sex, please. I beg of you. Please, please, just please, please, please listen. And if you're a woman, and if someone does that, you need to leave the premises immediately. I mean, run. As fast as you can. Because that is weird. And if you agree, then you are very much so weird. That's all I have to say about that. People use protection out here. Have safe sex. As as the people say, safe sex is great sex. Don't Who said that? Who started the discussion? I'm sorry. I was going to be done, but I'm just really behooved. Who started the discussion? Don't kiss everybody you have sex with. Those are the same people that have sex with people that they meet at the bar. I'm convinced. That's the only way. That's the only way. I could, that's the only thing I could think of. So anyways, that's my two cents on that. I hope you enjoyed my first episode. I'm really excited to like get this, get everything rolling. If this will be releasing today. Well, y'all are going to hear it. 
So it doesn't really matter when I tell y'all. But I think I want to start. Okay, so I said that I was going to start, that I was going to do Sunday evenings were going to be my days to upload. But should I change that? Because cause I could always record on the weekend and then upload during the week. But I feel like Sundays are everybody's chill time. Like you watch church, you might go to brunch or do Sunday dinner. But for the most part, most of us aren't at work and everybody's chilling. So I was wondering, like, should I upload on Sundays or should I not? Or should I upload sometime during the week? Let me know that. I'm probably going to ask again as well on my on the Love Ibba Instagram story, on my Instagram story, and make an Instagram post on Love Ibba about what is the best time, when's the best time to upload. Um. So, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I don't have a way to sign off yet. Somebody help me come up with that. I want a really cute way to come in. And I want a really cute way to sign off. So let's figure that out as a unit, as a family, as a team. Let's figure out what can I do to sign out. But anywho, this is Ebony. Thank you for listening. Come back, comment, like, follow. I would say subscribe. Oh, I might be making a YouTube channel. Every time I end, I think of something else. I might be making a YouTube channel so there can be video to go with the audio because I'm a person of a lot of facial expressions. So the video for these episodes will be quite interesting. So, yeah, let me know if y'all were interested in me making a YouTube. This is That was my last comment, I swear. Thank you for listening. This is Ebony. Have a great day. Peace.